Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Would you be the jerk for choosing to spend money on your friends instead of your own sister's IVF? We'll find out, but first, a story from Key Rando. Am I the jerk for telling my husband he should be ashamed of himself and he would be incredibly lucky if his oldest daughter ever speaks to him again? I married my husband three years ago. He was divorced and previously widowed. He has two daughters, Annie, who is now 26, I believe, from his first marriage, and Amy, who is 17, from his second. My husband told me about his late wife, his ex-wife, the issues they had as a blended family when he remarried, and Annie was not on board with him remarrying, and the fact that this strain ended his second marriage. He was also honest that Annie never forgave him for remarrying and never wanted anything to do with Amy or him after she turned 18. What he didn't tell me was the major role he played in all of this. I found this out three weeks ago at a dinner with his extended family. The story as I now know it, when Amy was around five years old, she took a special interest in a necklace that belonged to his late wife. My husband gave the necklace to Amy, which upset Annie, because all her mother's possessions were meant to go to her. My husband told Annie that it was just one item and she needed to get over it because Amy was entitled to have something too. Annie brought up that it was the piece her mother wore the most. My husband told her that it was a special gift to give to her sister, that she was being selfish. His ex-wife told her that her mother would want someone as special as your sister to have a piece of her as well. Annie never got over it. She tried to take it from Amy and was punished. The last time she saw any of them, she told them to all go to freaking heck. Amy still has the necklace too. She's let it get into a bad way and talks about it as if her dad bought it for her. I was shocked. I never would have expected my husband to be that way. He was very unapologetic about it and told me Annie would have to get over it someday. I told him that he should be ashamed of himself, that he should have allowed Annie's mother's possessions to be hers to do with as she chose, that Amy didn't give a crap about his late wife or the significance of those items, but Annie would have. I told him he'll be incredibly lucky if his daughter ever speaks to him again, and I wouldn't blame her if she never did. He was furious I judged him. His family said I should take my husband's side over his daughter, who I didn't even know, except for the nephew and niece who told the story, because they also think my husband did a messed up thing. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. I think all you have to do is put yourself in Annie's position, and you would instantly know that what the dad did here was not okay at all. If you imagine yourself in that spot where your own parent that you care about deeply passes away and something that that parent cherished dearly gets handed off to some kid who wasn't related to them, who doesn't care about the significance of that parent actually loving that item, and you being told basically deal with it, then you totally understand why Annie's upset. Do you guys think something like this would ever be salvageable again between the father and daughter? Or could this very well be something that the daughter never speaks to him again over? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Being Witchy. 
Am I the jerk for flipping out on my roommate when she tried to ban drinking and alcohol from our apartment? I, 26-year-old female, have lived with my friend, we'll call her A, 27-year-old female, for a few years now. We've always had fun and typically get along super well. A has a tendency to be what I like to call a relationship chameleon. Whoever she's currently dating, she starts to mimic their likes and behaviors. This guy she's been dating for maybe two months apparently went through rehab for alcoholism and has been in recovery for a few years now. I know getting sober isn't easy and I respect the strength that it takes to work through that. Well, a couple of weeks ago, A announced that she's giving up alcohol in solidarity with him. Okay, cool. She's never been a big drinker, so no big deal. She became a vegan for the last guy because he was. She went right back to meat as soon as he ended things. The time before, she talked about converting to Judaism because when they have kids, the mother had to be Jewish, etc., etc. None of her other relationship trends have ever affected me or my lifestyle. Right after announcing her newly sober lifestyle, she starts being judgmental and pushy. We have a bar cart that was pretty pricey that's well stocked. She told me we need to get rid of it. I said absolutely not. She then said I can keep it but it needs to go in my room. Once again, no, we live in the city, bedrooms are small. I only drink on weekends because my work is intense and wake early. A bunch of us were out to dinner and she complained we were making her uncomfortable for having drinks and said we should respect her. The final straw was last night. My boyfriend came over, A was out with her boyfriend, and I made us a super nice meal. He brought over nice wine. A and her boyfriend come home early, he goes into her room, and she freaks out, saying how she told me she had banned alcohol from our apartment. I snapped and told her she's ridiculous, this is my apartment, and that when this guy eventually gets sick of her, she'll be drinking again. I also told her I was sick of her crap, and that the apartment was in my name only. I lived here with another friend prior, and she needs to move out. She grabbed sober boyfriend and stormed out. I can't keep living like this. Am I the jerk for snapping on her and telling her to move out? I can afford my place solo. The stress she's causing isn't worth it. She apparently started a group text with all our mutual friends with a distorted version of what happened, saying I went crazy and kicked her out. My phone blew up with messages with people mad at me, and I had to tell people what actually happened. I think OP's not the jerk in this situation. I have a lot of respect for anybody that can be able to go cold turkey and go sober. It's obviously a very tough thing to do. That said, if you're living in a situation where you've got roommates, you can't just expect your roommate to adopt lifestyle changes with you like that willy-nilly. And especially considering they had stuff that cost quite a bit of money and OP almost assuredly didn't want to give up alcohol, and they started getting berated for it and put down and argued with, I think OP is not the jerk for just saying, alright look, this isn't working, it's my place, I can afford it, just leave. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Clocking Jam. Am I the jerk for not inviting my stepsister to my engagement party? I'm a 27-year-old woman, and my fiancé Ryan is 28. My parents divorced 15-ish years ago when I was 12, and my mom remarried around two years later to Tom. Tom has two kids from his last marriage, Lily and Anne. Lily's my age, but I'm a few months older than her, and we went to the same school slash grade every other year since we both bounced between our divorced parents during the school year. Lily never wanted to bond with me, even with my attempts, but Anne did make an effort. I met Ryan in my junior year of high school, and we had an on and off relationship throughout school, like regular teenagers. 
and broke up at 18 and then we reconnected years later when I was 25 and have been going strong since. So Lily hated this, like absolutely freaked out because she apparently never dated anyone in high school and didn't have an official relationship until late in college. In high school, I could never have Ryan or any boyfriend over to hang out because she would get insanely jealous. She made a whole scene when we went to the senior prom together. She demanded I go stag because she didn't have a date. I didn't. And you would not believe the meltdown she had when we announced our engagement through social media. Whenever I did break up with Ryan, she would rub it in my face and say I never deserved him. How he doesn't like curvy girls, I'm Latina, and stuff like that. My mom and I went through engagement invitations a few days ago, and I specifically told her that only Anne and Tom are allowed to come, and Lily is strictly not invited. Well, my mom told Tom, who got upset, and then told Lily, who then called me, and that created a whole mess. She called me absolutely furious, saying that I was insecure and that now she's going to wear white to my wedding since I want to make this about myself. I'm very upset. And my mom told me that I just need to invite Lily because we're sisters. And if I had in the first place, then this drama wouldn't have happened. I then told my mom I'm no longer contacting her until she apologized. Ryan's on my side saying that Lily's made me miserable and to stand my ground. But Anne's told me to be the bigger person since Lily's going through a hard time. And I've been inconsiderate with her emotions by having too many boyfriends throughout the years. And she's only had two... I feel like everyone else is acting absolutely crazy and I feel like I'm losing my mind with no one seeing it from my side besides Ryan. So am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk. It may be a very unpopular thing amongst the rest of the guests to not invite any one specific person. But the fact of the matter is, is it's your wedding. You know who you want there. You know how you get along, how people would probably react or treat you at those events and frankly if they deserve to be there so like it sucks they probably disagree they might give you crap for it but i don't think it makes op the jerk for not inviting them our next story is from i'm so freaking tired 34 am i the jerk for spending money on my friends and my co-business than my sister's ivf funds it is ridiculous that i even have to ask this question but since everyone in my family's triggered by me my own trust in my decisions is eroding and i need judgment I, 34-year-old female, have a sister, 29-year-old female, who's been battling infertility issues for the past five years. Since I'm not married and don't plan to have children, my parents are desperately looking to have a grandchild, and so are doing everything they can to support my sister. Some of her previous failed pregnancies were high risk, and she had to quit most of her jobs halfway after getting pregnant, and her husband makes just enough to support both of them. So, to help them financially, my parents, along with one of my paternal aunts, set up a small fund to support the IVF procedures. The thing is, at first, everyone was motivated, and since we've had about at least 25 people from the community and family who chipped in every Christmas, it was okay, and the burden didn't just fall on me, although since the start, I was pressured into contributing the most. Over the years, many people have dropped out. And now it's just seven of us, including me, my retired parents, and other retired aunts or uncles who don't even have one-fourth the amount to donate. Since then, it's been nothing but pressure to donate more from my side. I've stood my ground and said no, and everyone keeps guilt-tripping me. 
My sister keeps taking loans after loans and I don't know, but the anger and stress of it all is being projected onto me. However, I decided that this time around, I no longer want to contribute as much. Mind you, I used to contribute upwards of 7,000 every year. After years of feeling used for money and being a doormat, I got enough and made my stand. I instead decided to start and invest in a small baking side hustle with my friend, which I kept hushed for long till we publicized our social media account. My sister found out and made a scene to my parents, saying I was being cruel and greedy with my money, when literally all of this while I was the one contributing the most out of any of them. This baking side hustle has been a dream of mine since I was young, and never mind the fact that they don't want to support me because my sister's IVF issues overshadows everything, but they keep belittling my passion and efforts. Sis says that baking aspirations can be halted and continued but she only has limited time left what the freak am i the jerk here like please tell me i'm not going crazy obviously whatever she says i'm sticking to my baking business plus it's cooperated with my friend i can't just quit the side hustle on a whim would you guys agree with me when i say that it's pretty clear op's not the jerk here would you guys agree with me when i say that op didn't have any responsibility to donate any of this And if they had never donated any money at all to their sister's IVF funds, they shouldn't have felt guilty or irresponsible or a jerk for not allocating money for their sister's IVF funds? Let me know if you guys agree with me in the comments down below. This next story is from Budget Problems 9946 Am I the jerk for refusing to allow my sister-in-law and her kid to go to my vacation house with us for the week? My husband, 30-year-old male, and I, 29-year-old female, are planning a week-long vacation at my vacation home that I inherited from my parents some years back. We're leaving Friday and coming home next Friday. We're bringing my three kids, 12-year-old male, 9-year-old male, 6-year-old male. My husband had mentioned bringing along our mutual friends, Rob and Trish, and their two daughters, 11 and 7, and I was completely okay with this. I tell him to invite them, as our kids get along great, and they're good company. The vacation home has lake access with canoes and kayaks and plenty of fishing and swimming areas and a nice-sized fire pit. However, they unfortunately can't make it due to work. My sister-in-law Jen, 46-year-old female, has a 12-year-old daughter named Emma. I know I'm 100% going to sound like a jerk here, but I do not like this child, and I can barely tolerate my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law raised Emma to believe she had autism. She still thinks the doctors simply don't want to diagnose her, despite them running multiple tests and stating it's truly just ADHD. Everything Emma does is excused as, well, she has autism and doesn't think or react the same way as other kids. She's a massive bully to both kids and adults. I can't even count how many times she's looked at me while I'm talking and has said, will you just stop talking? It's really annoying stuff like that. Well, last week, Emma was pulled from school for mental health because she bullied the wrong kid and it backfired. So, sister-in-law pulls her from school, excuses it as autism, and says she needs a much-needed mental health break. My sister-in-law knows we're going and asked my husband if they could come. So, he asks me if I would be willing to let my sister-in-law and her kid tag along, and I immediately said no, absolutely not under no circumstances. He said he understands why I wouldn't want them to, but claims maybe being away from electronics in the city will help his niece. And I said that I wasn't willing to have a crappy time to test whether or not it helps his niece, and that this is supposed to be our break, not an added headache. 
His final argument was that the boys could use the company, and I laughed and said, in what world do you think the boys would want her company, considering they don't even like going to her house? He put his hands up and said, alright, no problem, tells his sister I said no, and now she's fuming at us, saying her kid needs the break and she feels like we're being unnecessarily harsh. I definitely think OP's not the jerk here. If they were willing to let the sister-in-law and their niece tag along, that would be great of them. But they have no obligation to, they have no responsibility to, and if they're gonna get pissy at them, so be it, but that doesn't make OP and their family jerks for saying no, you can't come to our vacation. And that's not even mentioning all the ways that the sister-in-law is an awful parent. Our next story is from AITA BNB Dog. Am I the jerk for bringing an emotional support dog to an Airbnb and ruining the trip? I have an emotional support dog, Lucy. She isn't a trained service dog and isn't legally protected. I don't bring her into stores or anything, mostly she's a pet, except at night when she helps me with nightmares. I have CPTSD and extreme night terrors and without my dog I'll scream and cry. But she can cue into the signs that I'm about to have a night terror and wakes me up before it gets bad. So with Lucy, I can mostly sleep normal. Without her, it's a disaster. This past weekend, my friends rented a cabin, more like a big vacation house in the woods, for us all to hang out. There were 10 of us total. I got a ride with two of my friends who had been to a cabin with before. I brought Lucy last time and it was fine. No one said anything when she got in the car with us. I checked the Airbnb listing and it said pet friendly. I wouldn't have come if it said no pets, because I know my night terrors would disturb the other people, but with Lucy allowed, I would be fine, so I didn't think anything of it. But when I got to the cabin, the girlfriend of my sort of friend Jake got really upset about Lucy. Apparently she's allergic and didn't bring any allergy meds, and no one told her a dog would be coming. This was my first time meeting her, and I don't even have Jake's phone number, so I wouldn't have been able to let him know. I felt bad about it and suggested Lucy could stay outside on the patio until bedtime when she would sleep with me, but Sandra said Lucy couldn't come inside at all because of the way the cabin was kind of a loft slash open plan setup. Not sure how to explain this, but it's like the bedrooms didn't have ceilings and the main roof was way higher than the rooms. I suggested I go back home, but the friends who drove me weren't willing to drive all the way back so Lucy had to stay on the patio all night. It was terrible. I got the room next to the patio so she could sit at the sliding doors and be near me, but she'd never slept outside before, and it was in the woods with who knows what animals. I tried to sleep on the patio with her, but I was cold and uncomfortable and couldn't sleep. If I don't sleep at all, my CPTSD symptoms get bad, and I become a volatile mess, so I didn't want to risk not sleeping. So I went to bed inside, but of course, I had a night terror and woke up everyone screaming twice. They were pissed the next morning. They all got together and voted me out and said I had to leave. My one friend drove me home and barely talked to me the whole time. No one's responding to my apology texts. I know it was probably a jerk move to bring a dog without checking with everyone, but I didn't know most people that well and last time it wasn't a problem. I didn't know someone allergic was coming, but my friends all definitely think I'm the jerk and I may have lost this friend group. Am I the jerk? So I think OP is definitely not the jerk. 
I think in this situation, it's an unfortunate circumstance that somebody was allergic. It's definitely one of those things that you realize after the fact, it would have been nice to check. But for OP to be put down the way they did and outcasted by this group, I think it's just unfair to OP and I don't think they were the jerk for bringing the dog. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, the way they acted here is essentially them saying, hey, we think the guy with allergies is more important or more in the right than you with your dog. They're basically picking sides and saying, you bringing your dog was in the wrong. The guy with the allergies is right, and then essentially slapping on a whole layer of, and you should also feel ashamed for doing so. Our next story is from Runaway Maid of Honor. Am I the jerk for wearing a white dress to my friend's wedding? I, 20-year-old female, met my friend Charlotte, 21, when I moved into my college dorm in August 2020. We got along well, shared ideas for how we wanted to divide space and keep things clean and organized, and had many similar interests. Within a month, we were studying and hanging out together, and I considered her a good friend. I also met her now husband Josh, 22. They seemed like a cute and loving couple, and I was very happy when they got engaged Christmas 2020 after three and a half years together. Charlotte spent the last 18 months planning this wedding down to the last detail. I won't say she's obsessive, but it's been intense and I've tried to help her as best as I can without making appointments, managing stress, etc. I also gave her $250 to help pay for the wedding. Her family can only afford part of it, which isn't included in the wedding gift I'm going to give her. A month before the wedding, I was still trying to decide exactly what to wear. I wanted something nice because Charlotte said she would have a photographer, videographer, and wedding painter. I knew Charlotte had a vision for her wedding and I wanted her as in control as possible for all the details of her special day. So I asked her which dress out of the three I'd narrowed it down to that I should wear. She asked if I would actually pull out all my dresses, so I did. She ended up narrowing it to one of my picks, along with a dress I'd firmly put in the no pile for being white. It was a wedding after all. She told me both dresses were lovely, but that she prefers the white one. I asked if she was sure and she said yes and even picked out a pair of pink and white heels from her closet to go with my dress. I figured that was that. Fast forward to last week, I show up in the dress about half an hour before the ceremony. I get some weird looks but no one says anything. In hindsight, I should have realized this is when something wasn't right. When Charlotte comes out of her dressing room for some last minute pictures, she looks shocked to see me and then starts turning red. She pulls me aside and starts going off on me immediately about wearing the dress to her wedding. I'm stunned. I ask her what her problem is because she picked the dress out. And she told me it was a friendship test and that if we were real friends then I wouldn't have worn a white dress or her shoes to her wedding. I started laughing because I honestly thought that was a joke. And she screamed at me that I ruined her freaking wedding and to get the freak out. I flat out told her she was crazy and left, not wanting to fight anymore and not knowing how to deal with what happened. I grabbed my wedding gift to them on the way out. My phone's been flooded with texts, voicemails, and social media notice from her, her friends, and her family about what a jerk I am, but I honestly don't see what I did wrong. Am I really the jerk here? I think this is some serious BS that OP had to go through here. I think they're clearly not the jerk. And as far as I'm concerned, anybody that says, well, they should have known, regardless to not wear white to a wedding, should kindly leave the conversation because the bride herself approved of the dress. Screw the whole friendship test thing. What kind of weird, deceitful BS is that? 
Sorry, you failed my secret friendship test. How about not trying to hold a secret friendship test that could apparently ruin your wedding? This next story is from How to Goon. Am I the jerk for making my stepson clean the whole house instead of going to a birthday party? I, 39-year-old male, have an 11-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old stepson. They get along well most of the time, but like most kids, they fight and annoy each other. My stepson developed a habit of going into my daughter's room and taking things to his room to upset her, like a t-shirt, a favorite pen, a teddy bear, etc. I've told him to stop doing that repeatedly and told him that each time he does it, he will be punished. The first time after he took something, he was on trash duty for a week. The next time, he had to wash the car. The next time, he had to help me mow the lawn, which he hates, etc. He pretty much stopped upsetting my daughter after this. My wife says I'm being too strict, but I told her his behavior is unacceptable and he has to be disciplined. Yesterday was my stepson's best friend's birthday party and my stepson was really happy to go. Very excited about it. A few days before this party, he entered my daughter's room and took her diary. When my daughter found out, she got very upset and told me and my wife about it. My wife suggested we discipline her son by making him wash the dishes that night. I told her this has become a big problem, and just washing the dishes isn't nearly enough. We sat both kids down, and I explained to my stepson that what he's doing is taking my daughter's stuff without her consent, and that is not okay. Stepson says he does it just to annoy her. I said I know, but he has to stop. He said that she annoys him too, like how she always sits in the armchair he likes the most. This was the example he gave. And I said that I know that and she's disciplined for it as well, but what he's doing is worse. I said I know they like each other and they're happy to be siblings and they're just teasing each other, but this breach of consent needs to stop. He cannot enter her room uninvited, much less enter her room and take things. Stepson yelled at me, saying this is his house. My daughter and I moved in with my wife and stepson years ago, and he'll enter the room whenever he wants. I told him that's it. He isn't going to the party and will instead clean the house with me and my wife that day. He's obviously upset. My wife says that that was a jerk move for me, but I think it's the only way he'll learn. I think OP's not the jerk here. I'm not one to be able to say how you should or shouldn't parent your kids, but I would say if your kid is disrespecting you to your face like that, withholding something like going to a birthday party is honestly probably a fair form of discipline. As long as OP remains level-headed and the disciplines remain reasonable, which doing chores, specifically doing chores with you, I think is more than fair. At some point, you would think that they would get over themselves and just grow as a person to respect others. I'm guessing there's some underlying feelings going on here from the stepson. If you can afford it, family therapy would probably be a pretty good option. But just alone on what OP did, I don't think they're the jerk. Our next story is from Artistic Relative 420. Am I the jerk for yelling at my mom's husband in public? My dad died when I was 7 years old. My mom remarried when I was 9. I'm now 16. My mom's husband, which I'll call him because I don't feel like he deserves the title of stepdad or dad, came into the relationship with some clear jealousy. He told my mom to take down all the photos of my dad in our house, bringing up that it felt like dad's house versus his. Even though my mom and I had moved prior to their marriage and after my dad died, so it was never my dad's house. He then made a big deal out of me having so many photos of my family and my parents in my room. I told him I liked looking at them and I liked having the memories near. He said I could put photos of my dad away so he wasn't intruding on our family. I told him I didn't like him 
I was nine, and he wasn't going to take my dad from me. He kicked my grandparents, aka dad's parents, out of our house when I was 10, because they brought me some childhood photos of dad. He went crazy saying he didn't want photos of that man in his house. I never did forgive him for that. He told me to stop bringing up my dad. One time, mom and I were talking about dad on his birthday, and he said it was disrespectful, and he didn't want to feel like he was competing with a ghost. My mom ended the conversation and apologized to him, but I was pissed off at him more than anything. He was such a jerk to friends of our family who knew my dad. Anytime someone commented that I was getting more like him, he would scowl at them and tell them to move the conversation along because talking about a dead man was uncomfortable for most people. He used the line once that he was the only dad I ever had, and I told him that was not freaking true and he was never going to be worthy of being my dad. Anyway, that's a lot of background, but not all since I don't have unlimited typing space. My mom's birthday was Saturday and her husband threw her a party. Midway through, he gives me a gift. Inside was a photo of himself that he wanted me to put in my room and adoption papers. I tossed the adoption papers in the trash. He saw what I did, which led him to make a comment about not being able to toss away the truth. I got mad so freaking fast. I told him to get over himself that his jealousy and insecurity was not my problem and I would never let him legally become my father, that I didn't even want him married to my mom and he was a disgusting jerk. Everyone heard what I said. He's still furious. Mom was upset by his anger. Almost everyone left after I yelled. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here. I think this guy is absolutely a lunatic for trying to erase OP's biological father. Clearly this guy has mountains of insecurity about never being able to live up to OP's father. I think it goes without saying that he could have handled this so much better from the very start. And frankly, I think it's irreparable at this point. Do you guys think there's anything this guy could do to fix that relationship? Let me know in the comments. And our final story of the day is from NothingMan24. Am I the jerk for telling my classmate to cover up their legs? So this sounds weird, but I'm in the 8th grade and we're doing senior trips all of this week. Yesterday we went to a trampoline park, but this is a throwaway so I won't say which one. But one of my classmates wore shorts, but she has eczema and has these hyperpigmentation spots on her legs. On the right she has this really big one, and on the left she has multiple smaller ones. They're all healed, but it's just hyperpigmentation that's left. But another one of our classmates, who's also my friend, kept talking to me about the spots. And he even jokingly referred to them as cow spots or giraffe spots. And she heard us and got upset and told us, Leave my legs out of your conversation. I get enough crap from strangers thinking I'll give their kids a disease. And my friend told her to mind her business. While I told her, If you don't want people talking about your legs, then cover them up. And one of her friends came to play knight in shining armor and said, cover up and die of heat stroke because it's only getting hotter here in the Bronx and no one's wearing sweats all the time. A teacher then broke it up. So am I the jerk? Uh yeah I think OP is definitely the jerk here. Imagine having a condition that you have no control over and because you want to be comfortable and wear shorts people are going to pick on you and tell you to cover up and bully you and make you feel bad and shame you for something again you have no control over. OP's not only the jerk, but they should feel bad for telling somebody else to cover up their legs because of hyperpigmentation. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. 
So if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was crazier than any of the stories in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.